Okay, Kate. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks. Kate is uh, Kate's my girlfriend, so this is the girlfriend episode of the podcast, um, which I don't even know if it's a podcast yet, but we're recording it. If you hear any birds in the background, any breezes, any pool kind of splashings, that's because we are in a garden with a pool, and there are birds. Uh, lovely day, so decided to do the podcast outside. I'm getting microphone shy. You're getting microphone shy? Yeah. That's okay. Um, I think a good topic to talk about, Kate, would be packing bags for holidays. It stresses me out so much. Seeing as we are on holidays, and we just arrived, and last night we had to pack our bags. Uh, kind of feel like packing bags is something that you either nail or fail. Like, you you never get it halfway right. It's either, and this isn't you, this is anyone. Me? No, no, just anyone. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I, I really enjoyed the thought of it, and I have it all planned out in my head, and I write lists, and then I go to do it, and it's just a disaster. Yeah. Is that the same as you? You seem to be much better at me. So I either smash the, the packing, or just, like, completely overpack. Um, Mom is bringing us out some... <gasps> peppermint teas here thank you quick and short interruption to the second ever episode of the podcast <laughs> uh, mom is slated to be the thanks third guest that. probably be recording that tomorrow <laughs> uh, so we'll see you then mom thanks for the team um yeah so packing bags uh this time would say it was a fail because a couple of people asked us to bring some stuff over uh on the trip they had gone ahead of us and was it kind of like a board well, it was board games we had Ryanair we had a weird Ryanair policy yeah. where we had to bring our cabin bag we had to check in our cabin bag which was 10 kilos and small yeah that shouldn't affect how you pack though because you, you check it on or you don't check it on same space mm. got you there <laughs> um, the people asked us to bring a board game over and uh, we thought yeah grand board game should be pretty handy but nobody really considered that it's a big box cardboard box probably three kilos and it's heavy enough yeah but it was more like the size and space it took up which was a problem so i think i was on track for a good packing i'd made a kind of short enough list been on this type of holiday quite a few times i know what's required clothing wise um i did bring a lot of camera stuff over and the podcast stuff but that was kind of all my backpack because this is pretty small though yeah no it's neat enough but like the thing people don't really get about videos etc on traveling and trips and all that kind of crack is that first of all you can't actually pack any batteries uh, in your check-on bag because the airline won't let you because it's a fire hazard you mm-hmm. have to bring them on the cabin so for starters your backpack's always full of batteries no matter what you do no matter how well organized you are uh, and secondly anything really valuable like and i would class that as anything any piece of gear over maybe three or four hundred euro which is pretty much everything you, you kind of can't pack it either because it can be stolen from the the check on bag mm. so like in my backpack i had three cameras i had about 15 batteries i had a piece of a gimbal which has the battery in it i had a drone a drone controller i had the uh, podcast recorder these mics aren't very expensive so i stuck them in the bag took a risk with a few things in the check-in bag paid off this time but it's just that kind of thing if you do that enough times uh you're gonna get hurt it's gonna hurt 
Anyway, back to like more generic packing because not every idiot carries three cameras on holidays and then doesn't use them. Um, I'm a disaster, but I think it's so much harder for girls. I would agree with let's go there. I'd agree because oh, <laughs> let's go there. Like for I think daytime kind of stuff, especially like a sun holiday, it's very very easy for both sexes. I'd imagine it's like well, yeah, but then there's the shoes. That's what we're like. That's kind of more related to nighttime though. So daytime yeah. is for girls bikinis and maybe a sundress yeah guys it's uh, a t-shirt and shorts yeah it's bog standard if you get that wrong you know you're f- you need to like kind of go back to the very very basics mm. uh, but I think the night time is where the guys and the girls separate and the girls get a harder time yeah because you have to pack heels which are generally heavy yeah and then or wedges or whatever and then um, you can have jeans and tops dresses play suits jumpsuits hmm the list goes on where for boys it's just jeans and a, t- and a shirt and correct me if I'm wrong but like not only are the the outfits more complicated for girls but they're also scrutinised more in the sense that like what I packed for the night time we're here for 11 days or so yeah I packed one pair of black jeans yeah I packed <laughs> I think three or four shirts like that's just so and I'm just gonna rotate the shirts uh, maybe I'll wear one open with a t-shirt one night maybe I'll just wear a t-shirt and jeans one night I've I could probably come up with seventy three outfits out of those four shirts and jeans. And then what shoes? Just uh, I just brought one pair of shoes. <laughs> I brought a pair of slides, um, flip flops for you, uninitiated, um, and a pair of fake Yeezys. Okay. And I've got a pair of runners uh, over here already. Do you not have any good shoes for nighttime? I would say Yeezys are okay. No, I don't. Not not like your cl- classic dress shoe. No. Um, because I used to bring them over on ho- holidays like this. You never wore them, though. And the only risk is, like, restaurants. If you don't know what restaurants you're going to or you've never been to the place before, certain restaurants will turn you around mm. and say, not today, mate. Um, and if you're here with your family, you might end up going... Your mom might book a fancy restaurant or a steak place that you mightn't be kind of so inclined to go with on a lad's holiday or a girl's holiday. No. But we've been here like a lot of times before. I know. We, we know all the restaurants. Yeah. So I know you don't need dress shoes. Yeah. But I, that's the thing we do. We have been here so many times. We go to the same restaurants when we come. We know what to wear to them. But I still struggle. Yeah. I what still, is that? I don't know. It stresses me out. And I'm so stre- I was so stressed out yesterday packing. Is it analysis paralysis? I don't know. I think it's just the, well, I don't know about you, but I, wa- I always want to look nice and wear my new stuff or the new thing I bought. And it, just uh, held that a bit uh, pull that right into your face <laughs> I always want to say that <laughs> just Joe Rogan yeah and um, like speak into the yeah I am I know no but it, it doesn't pick you up as well am I really quiet now no not at all Um, yeah so I was super stressed yeah like that's, that's the thing that's back to my kind of nail it or fail it I think when you nail packing it always seems to happen when you don't really care have you nailed it ever yeah, I think like we were in Hong Kong last month and China, and I think I s- absolutely yeah, well, smashed that. Everybody commented on that you'd been wearing the same clothes. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely accept that. I got a bit of grief for just blatant recycling. I wasn't even trying to hide the fact that I was wearing the same shorts. Like, I had two pairs of shorts, and I was just wearing them every other day. Um, I can live with that hate. Okay. See, I'd hate that. Yeah, again, for girls, it's kind of different. Yeah. Guys, it doesn't mean that much to me. I suppose. So it does depend on your person. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's plenty of guys who would really, really care 
very good friend of mine, uh, no name specifically, he'll know who he is if he listens, uh, he probably has got his efforts um, strategically laid out better than most girls, right down to the socks and shoes, <laughs> which blows my mind. I I think that's a skill. Yeah, we've been on holidays with him and it's just the neatest. I'm talking about Jamie, by the way. <laughs> uh, he, he'll appreciate that. Like I think he takes pride in that. And he looks he looks good. Yeah. Um I think that's like that's a skill. Yeah. I I need to be at that level though cuz yeah. I think I like I'd like to be like that. It's impressive like I for the life of me couldn't. I wonder does he get stress packing? Yeah, I'd must ask him. I've never actually asked him. Um but he's like a master planner and I've seen him on holidays. He was in at Coachella recently and the guy had a different outfit every day, but like it wasn't like as I said, a pair of black shorts and a red t-shirt that day and a yellow t-shirt the other day. He was wearing different shoes, different socks, different yeah, types of shorts, yeah. uh, different types of t. It wasn't even. It wasn't even like two t-shirts that are different styles. It was like, I don't know, like an, a short sleeve shirt, t-shirt, a denim. I don't know what he wore, but yeah, he's a, he's the master. Maybe he's the guy we need to talk to. Maybe, but we also probably uh, should try. Well, we can't. I mean, it's obviously always going to be the cheapest. But Ryanair is just such a disaster with their baggage allowances, and I didn't want to pay them any more money than necessary after our episode. Yeah, but again, I think you're you're copping out there. I'm not. I think Ryan- you're trying to blame Ryanair for our lack of packing structure. You do get more for cheaper on Aer Lingus. No, I don't think so. Don't you? No. If if Ryan- well, they're not as like they don't like. I mean, if you do overpack, they're not like oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey. I certainly think Ryanair charge you extra for. And they don't let you don't let it slide. No, and the this probably the price per kilo over is higher, but again, the book stops with us. I think. I think that's just us trying to get like you know make us, ourselves feel better. Yeah. We're just quite shit at packing. Okay. I feel like I've gotten pretty close to. I think on the clothes side. I've nailed it. I'm okay. there on the cloud side. As you said, though, I do get too many comments about you're wearing that again. But, but for me, again, that's but fine. But that's good because I always overpack in the end. And yeah. I wear, never wear all the stuff. But even at home, I um, I wear the same. I, I own two pairs of black jeans. They're both from ASOS. Uh, I had two pairs of the exact same until recently this year when they both got holes in the crotch. I just bought two of the exact same new pairs, exact same size. I wear them every single day to work. If I don't wear, if I'm not seeing a client or someone, I wear like sweatpants. And there's like two or three sweatpants I have that I rotate. Now none of these clothes are dirty. I do wash them. That's um, true. Actually, you have three. But like, I literally wear the same twenty items of clothes, like for the gym, for work, for home, for every, for my entire life. Mm. Um, shoes are mixed up a little bit more, but yeah, that you're actually a shoe and bag person. Yeah, so I have a um, what's the word? I've got a shoe and a bag fetish. Yeah, so fly on your cup there. Um, yeah, so we were in China recently, and there was this massive fake market. I think China could be cool to talk about because okay, we have a. Oh yeah, we have some insight. Knowledge. We don't have necessarily any interesting insights that you won't find anywhere else. But well, some um, some um, to tips. kick it off, yeah, to kick it off with that fake marketplace. Oh, yeah. uh, it was called the Silk Silk Market. Silk Market. It's called the Silk Market, and it's not a market at all. It's kind of like a almost like a Nutgrove shopping center style place. Taller though. Uh, t- yeah, kind of more like stories. A um, little bit less gagged, and uh, it was basically these shops just full of fakes 
and if not fakes, stolen goods uh, for obviously very good price. So I got the fake, uh, I got two fake Rimowa suitcases. Mm. I think I paid 400 euro for them. Uh, for and they a, should be what? For a large one and a carry-on. Yeah. And they should be round about, the small one should be between one and, and 2,000. And the big one should be three to 4,000. Um, I'm into brands and stuff, but I'm not into 7,000 euro on luggage. I'm not David Beckham. Um, and then I got the fake off-white Converse. For how much? I think I paid 50 quid for them. And what would they be in normally? 400? I don't know what they originally retailed at, but I know if you tried to buy them now secondhand, you could pay at least 1,000. Oh, right. If not okay. more now, because oh. obviously there's like limited supply and that whole scene is crazy. It's actually exploded. It has. Kids, brands. Kids these days. God, I didn't have a clue. And now they're all just talking about... Kenzo, off-white. Yeah, Kenzo, off-white. Mackenzie is one, is it? Or is that not a cool one? I don't know. Balenciaga is obviously oh, one gosh. of the big ones. Um, I think that's... In f- fairness, it's rubbed off on me as well. I was just bit. about to say, I think that's funny because if you had asked me six months ago my opinion on the shoes, like, say, a, Ye- a Yeezy. I don't know all the different numbers. and There's, like, Yeezy Boost 500s and this kind of stuff. I would have said they're horrible. Mm. And I'm a big Kanye West fan. I like some of the clothes. I love... I like that kind of style. But just those shoes in general, they kind of look like... They're a bit mad. Mad, but... Same uh, with the black. I wore a I pair... I wore it. a fake pair here on the airplane. I know, And yeah. I thought I... Well, at least I felt like I looked kind of cool. Yeah. And I was it's, kind it's of proud to wear them. It's like brainwash. Yeah, it's... I guess that's just culture. It's funny how culture shifts. Where yeah. you're like, I don't like those shoes. And then six months later... Yeah, I am wearing those shoes and I like them. But that's—did you see the airport today as well? No. I think like I think half of the young people there are wearing some sort of designer. There was the Balenciaga. I can't say it. Can you Balenciaga. say Balenciaga? Balenciaga. I think the shoes and bags and maybe they're not fakes. I don't know. I just can't see how everyone is buying all this stuff. Yes, yeah, a lot of money. It's crazy. I certainly couldn't afford it. Now I do. I would love a Louis Vuitton bag. But I can't justify paying for it either. And I was looking for a fake of it in China. And I would have yeah. ordered a fake, but I just didn't have the patience to look for it. Because that silk marketplace was just huge, overwhelming. Overwhelming is one word, yeah. I I didn't notice it when we were there, but after my four purchases, we hopped in a, in a cab and it was lashing rain. And I kind of realized I was really hot and I had a bit of a headache. Mm. And I was like a little bit stressed out as if I'd just had like a... Well, you were arguing for an altercation on the street with the randomer. Yeah. And then, yeah, you said to me, like, you were just haggling for three hours yeah. about <laughs> prices, which wouldn't have thought I'd get. I, w- I didn't think I'd get worked up about it. Because it was actually it's like, really fun as well, though. You had some crack with some of the girls. Yeah. And one of them uh, kind of became our friend. Yeah. Sarah. Yeah. And we, I think we all ended up buying something off her. Mm. I think mom and Billy took her to the cleaners after we left. I wondered, though, did we? I'd say they take us to the cleaners. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, the house always wins. Yeah. But I think, like, coming away from it, everybody wins in that situation. Yeah. We get something that kind of makes us feel a little bit better about ourselves. For a tenth of the price. For a tenth of the price, kind of feel included in the whole scene. And, yeah, they make a bit of profit. I don't know how the brands feel about it. I would honestly say they're not that annoyed because I was never buying those real pieces. And it's marketing. And, like, I'm just here talking about them now. Well, hang on. 
even are they even good fakes? I don't know. See, no, I, I'm I'm not like a master of the fakes. I did a quick Google of the things I bought on like and he- like looked at the pictures versus the stuff I have. Did you were you able to get onto your internet th- internet at that stage though? No, no, I, I like when I went home. Oh, or when whatever. you went home after, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that was the thing about China. We couldn't actually Google the stuff while we were in there because we had no internet and couldn't get onto Google. Well, we got VPNs, or at least I got a VPN. I didn't have it at that stage. I don't think. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, the first day or two, we were all a bit perplexed about the whole internet situation. So Google doesn't work, WhatsApp doesn't work, Instagram, Facebook, all the big boys that you'd use. Baidu. And yeah, there's this site called Baidu, which is not the best. You can see why Google's the market leader. Um, but we got a VPN, which I don't actually know what it stands for. I should, though. Virtual something network, maybe. But that basically just kind of tricks whatever... Uh, firewall is there saying oh, actually this guy's signing in from the USA so once we got that sorted it was all gravy um, China in general okay, what were your thoughts um, Hong Kong or mainland China mainland. Well, start with, start with, so we went to Hong Kong and then we moved to China we were in Hong Kong for a little bit longer yeah, five days and I then suppose we that's not fair then. kick it off with Hong Kong though I loved Hong Kong now that I look back on it yeah. at the time I was like this is pretty cool but like obviously you know, it doesn't stand a chance against New York or anything like that. Yeah. But now looking back at it, like I really did enjoy it. Yeah. We had lovely, f- we went to some amazing restaurants, mm-hmm. really cool sites. We went up to the peak. We did the bus tour, got a good, got a good feel for it. Yeah. We were there for five days. And then like, I think I'm comparing it to the rest of China, which was completely different. And we were only there for two or three days. Yeah. So for me, Hong Kong, my favorite part besides hanging out with you guys was <laughs> the Batman building from the Dark Knight Just where he uh, Batman the Dark Knight Christopher Nolan fans will notice where Batman goes to Hong Kong to steal Lau back and bring him to Gotham City so they can try him for whatever it was money laundry and get the the gang and the mafia sorted so Batman goes up to the top of this building and then he dives down crashes in through Lau's window bashes everyone up and then shoots this little thing out the window his beacon and then the plane comes along and carries them away and those two buildings are actual buildings in Hong Kong yeah and they were literally sitting straight opposite us and we had yeah exactly but just as a person who makes videos and spends a lot of time looking for locations and we have got lovely Dublin to deal with and try and find something there uh I was like, Jesus, you know, all the movies in Hollywood are just CGI, CGI and all that stuff. And then you go there and see one of my favorite movies, The Dark Knight. These buildings are just there. And if you do have 300 million budget for a movie, you can just say, we're going to Hong Kong for three weeks or whatever, a week. Mm. And we're actually just going to jump a lad off that skyscraper. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It was very cool. Yeah, and that was a very cool building. And the skyline was amazing. Yeah. Like, it really was. And then the whole... There'd lot be a lot of like clouds and mist that would go through it, and it would just look pretty surreal. But then the guys were saying they preferred the Shanghai skyline. That was pretty cool, I suppose, too. Mm, no. Didn't win. The Bund you're talking about. Yeah. 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 The Bund. So we spent five days in Hong Kong, and then we flew flew to Shanghai first. Yeah, flew. Shanghai for two days. Is that right? Uh, yeah, two days. And then we went to Beijing for another two. Three. Three. Yeah. So then in Shanghai, there was this thing called the Bund, which to me seems like very touristy, kind of almost built for tourists. It's kind of like on the river. I can't remember what river it is. And it I lights the up river and was the there's Bund. all this kind of... The what? I thought the river was the Bund. 
So did I before we went, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a nice skyline. It's nothing on Hong Kong. It's cool. It's clean. It was very bright and yeah. had different shaped buildings compared to Hong Kong. Again, Shanghai just kind of had me yearning for Tokyo, though. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never been to Tokyo, but from what I've seen and what I've heard, it seems like what we what we wished Shanghai was. And that's not to put a negative spin on any of that. Like We are very happy we went. It's definitely something and, to do. And the other guys Take preferred the it. They said the the favorite was Shanghai. Billy and Kukoin. Yeah. Yeah, they did. In fairness, although did they not say they want to live in Hong Kong? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I think. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know, know if it was the favorite. Um, they loved it anyway. They certainly had a great time. And what do you think of Beijing? Beijing. <sighs> Beijing upset me a bit because I checked my weather map, my weather app, mm-hmm. uh, AccuWeather, and it kind of said. What was it? Um, air air condi- air, quality. air quality. I can't yeah. remember the specific like acronym for it, but there's basically this global air quality measurement. Basically means, like, is the air safe to breathe? And in Beijing, a lot of the days, it's just not okay to breathe it. Anyone with respiratory or cardiac issues uh, should not go outside because you can die. Mm. Um, asthma sufferers will suffer very badly. Just general, I'm just generally not into that kind of thing. No. Ireland, we're very blessed. We have some of the best air. I think I ended up Googling it. You did, and yeah. we have, was it a, the a I think we were eight? top 11 or top seven Definitely in the top, world? It was top, top air 10. Quality. Yeah. I think somewhere like Norway was number one. And Portugal, where we are now, was, I think, top 10 as well. Yeah, close to us. Not surprising, but nice to see. Um, so yeah, yeah, that kind of freaked me out about Beijing. And then, like, when we started to pay attention and look out the windows and stuff, there was a load of smog. Yeah, you could see an orange we ring. We kind of just thought there were clouds for a while. And then we're like, clouds aren't orange. So, mm, I don't know about that, Kate. Well, the Great Wall was pretty nice. Again. Underwhelming, but nice. I hate to be the, like, the kind of Billy Bad buzz. No, because you were pretty, when we went to see the Taj Mahal, that was something out of this world. Oh and my I was God. expecting that with the Great Wall. I was shocked by the Taj Mahal. I reckon you have to see the Great Wall from the sky, though, to get the, the full... Yeah, you can do helicopter tours. Mm, Again, helicopters. Yeah. Not something I'm hugely interested in. I think the failure rate is just a little bit too high for me. But never say never. I'd like no, to be, I don't I'd like to get in a helicopter, like, obviously, at some point in my life, but... I don't think I will. To be honest, I'm too afraid of flying. Never. Um, I don't know. I just don't think I'll ever. I'll ever n- unless I'm like, everyone's like, you have to see like this skyline, New York skyline, or Grand Canyon, or something like that. Yeah. And it's free, <laughs> mm. and it's an opportunity I can't say no to. But I'll never put myself out of the way to do it. I'd definitely be shitting myself. Mm. Uh, but I think I'd give it at least one go. But yeah the so the Taj Mahal we saw a couple of years ago and that honestly I was convinced that aliens made that yeah it's unbelievably smooth it's pristine it's the huge. size of it just the perfection the symmetry I was like there's no way a human or humans made this um, I can't even remember when it was supposed to be built many many moons ago yeah but the Great Wall was just like it was just a load of blocks. Don't get me wrong. It was really big. It was impressive. It was very high up. The mountains were cool. Beautiful scenery. We tobogganed down it. We tobogganed down, which I didn't know. That was kind of the highlight of the day for me. So much fun. I'm glad. Again, I'm glad I saw the Great Wall. 
but you can Google a picture of it and you get the message. <gasps> Taj Mahal, whole other ball game. Yeah, you can see Google a picture of that and be like, okay, another tomb. But then when you see it in real life, it's pretty. Even to be fair, even the pictures of the Taj Mahal, it's like the guy who made it or designed it foresaw Instagram. The whole thing, like from the whole, there's like a little pond down the middle, like almost a walkway. And the whole thing is symmetrical. It's a photographer's dream. That's true, actually. It's unbelievable. And Am the I colors. I'd say we're all getting a little bit sunburned, but, you know, like that's not the numbers. priority here, Kate. The priority is the podcast. Okay, sorry. China, overall, very, very happy we went. Huge, huge list uh, ticker. <laughs> a list ticker? Yeah. Something like... Bucket v- list. Bucket list, yeah, very happy. Uh, Tokyo next on the horizon. No plans to go there yet. Uh-huh. Let the funds re- recuperate. But Would that be first on the list to go somewhere? Well, what's what? What's next on your list? I love places like sunny, like Greece. I want to go to like we're in Portugal right now. Yeah, I like to see more degrees. places like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like I can't say this one either. Mykonos. Mykonos, yeah. Mykonos. Yeah. I'm dying to go there. Yeah. I love Italy. Yeah. I've been there though, I suppose. Yeah, the next like big like east like big trip is probably Japan. Yeah. Big, yeah. The next big trip, we. Uh, Probably sound like extremely overprivileged, indulgent young adults, and that's probably because we are. Um, but we do save for these trips. Yeah, totally, and we're very grateful for it. But like, just yeah, just I just I'd mention it that we do. We are aware of what we sound like, but we can only accept ourselves and embrace it. The next big trip probably to Tokyo. Hopefully okay. next year, all going well. Um, Is that where? Ma- can we see Mount Fuji there? Yes. Okay. Thomas Arnold was there last summer. Oh, very nice. Um, I think it was last summer and he went to Mount Fuji. Thomas Arnold is now officially the only person to get mentioned on both podcasts. Little uh, There you go. Podcast fun facts. Um, what else did you and Fitz talk about? I actually only listened to half. <laughs> just a lot of video stuff. I think it was still clear of the video stuff this time. That's okay because I don't know anything about them. You know loads of stuff. Not really. Stop trying to draw me into video talk. I'm not. I'm not. I really <laughs> am. Into, I, I'm glad that there's this now because I'm not actually on camera. Yeah, it's just a podcast. Yeah, because I hate being on camera. Yeah, that's something interesting. That I'm actually pretty self-conscious doing this as well. Are you? Yeah, must be a self-conscious person. Do you think so? Well, I was kind of worried. Just you gotta hold that up to your mouth. The second you took this out, I got like my stomach turned. I got real nervous. It's a weird idea to record a conversation. And, I kn- and like, uh, not many people listen to it or anything like that. So I don't know what it is. Not yet. <laughs> um, maybe that's a good segue into like the whole "what the hell am I doing recording a podcast" thing? Because I actually did not mean to okay. or plan to. But <laughs> then, what are you doing? So I was making a show reel uh, for the last couple of weeks. It's what video people do. They make a showreel of interesting projects. And I don't like showreels, but it seems to be how the industry works. You send that around and people say, oh, yeah, that looks deadly. Come make a video for me. And then you get paid. So I was doing that. And I wasn't really happy with the quality of my voiceover on the showreel. And I did a bit of investigation into audio equipment and microphones, la di da And... I actually messaged Thomas Arnold because I heard his podcast and I heard that he was in the back of a car recording it and I said, uh, what the hell like, did you use? Looks class or sounds class. And he recommended these microphones that we have, mm. which were 125 euros each. Wow, they're pretty and nice. And the recorder, which was 250 quid. 
so for whatever that amounts to 400 or something i had a very very good system to record voiceovers for my videos for future videos for any more i make for my showreel for client videos and i had this like auxiliary kind of bonus function of the capacity to record a podcast should i ever see fit yeah and then with like within a day and a half of owning the equipment i was like i'm gonna record a podcast <laughs> i don't even know if i'm gonna put it up yeah and that was the podcast of fits yeah and i enjoyed it so much for some reason that i was like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna post this on the internet and do it again and, and you loved that, it that's it yeah didn't mean to and now you asked me to do it yeah I definitely wanted to do one with you because I think we Actually, have. You've always asked me to do, have a sit down and have a chat. Yeah, because I think I think our uh, I have some of the most interesting chats I have are with you. Aww. And <laughs> the uh, I just wanted to see what it, would that sort of interestingness carry over to something. This wasn't planned. We don't have these topics or anything, but something like uh, a little bit more. You have to say it's a little bit more informal f- because we're recording it for the internet. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so far so good. I think we're pretty chilled it's about it. Chill because it is mobile. We're out on the sun loungers. And I was just blown away by how easy the whole thing was. Yeah. Took me thirty minutes after we recorded it to get it live on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, all now, those things. Now you have your own little Apple Podcast app. Y- yeah, because I'm used thing. to editing videos for like twenty four hours. Yeah. Over the course of a few days to get something, anything half decent and this took 30 minutes so i was like jesus i should make loads of them are you going to have a general are you going to just have a free flow conversation with everyone or is it just going to be are you going to have topics uh no i think on the i think free flow is the way to go i think like yeah. pe- topics and stuff people become too well stiff and i, I think, think say you're talking to someone a doctor on the podcast yeah i think the conversation will naturally find its way towards doctorship well obviously those that person knows like they know shit mm. and like you're my girlfriend so our conversation will probably revolve or orbit do. around our lives and what we get up to together okay yeah. which was pretty much what we've spent the majority of this conversation talking about mm. fits and me we both make videos it ended up about videos i don't think there's any need to put structure on it no um maybe if we're going to interview like the president of america he might ask you to have some structure on it or maybe he won't but another president would <laughs> but that's not yet that's for future jake to worry about okay uh, and again the goal of this podcast is not really to be future jake or to be a podcaster still very much so gun-ho on the videos but this is really fun and it's yeah. a piece of piss so i'm gonna keep it up mm. i think i have on the plane over i wrote down a list of people who i genuinely have access to and genuinely will say yes i think i've got about 25 podcasts set up seriously like set up i mean i haven't contacted anyone yeah yeah but like a confident tw- at least 20 of them would be like oh absolutely you'll have to tell me after i will to keep all the guests secret yeah you don't want to give out away any names when they haven't even been asked no some interesting ones though um the one that i will say to you we don't say his real name but the beast yeah okay probably the most interesting man i've ever spoke to yeah. um well you're so into him the closest <laughs> thing to batman in the real world <laughs> absolute beast uh beast yeah so he, he hopefully he'll come on i'm sure he will he's right. a podcaster he's very so. open-minded i'd say he, he listens to a lot of podcasts oh does he yeah i think that's the interesting thing about podcasts as well if you are, you can ask people 
that you couldn't normally ask things to to be on a podcast. Does that make sense? No, say that again. Like you can ask people, like high status people who would never ever answer you. Say if I said, hey, can I make a video about you? They'd yeah. probably say, God, I don't have time. Mm. If you ask someone, oh, would you like to be on my podcast? It's like a new up and coming podcast. They might just say, yeah. Because the, the kind of nature of a podcast, it's a little bit self-promotional. Yeah, that's it's true. It's a little bit all about you. Mm. It's going to work in there. Like if you're a, like, say a doctor, you're going to talk about your specific thing. You probably have a message you want to get out there. Fair enough, actually. Yeah, that's true. It definitely is an easier thing to say yeah to than getting on a video. But the, yeah. I just think of that as the whole seeing myself on camera. Well, let's <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> so I started, which I covered yet last week, if anyone listened. Uh, <laughs> I started making videos because I liked YouTube. And I said, I want to try and make YouTube videos. And that's what I did. Naturally, Kate being my girlfriend, we're attached at the hip yeah. pretty much 20, 24-7. Yeah. Uh, so she was in the videos and the first couple of months was like torture not good news because no. Kate did not like being on the camera no I wasn't good 100% vlogs. comfortable with it either but I was just so into it yeah. that I was like I don't care what but I see, look I like see I wasn't so into it and I was forced totally kind of. understandable mm. and I felt really bad and it was this part of me that was like no no I have to there's something in this video stuff I have to keep doing this and it was this part of me that was like god this is making Kate not Ripple. like upset yeah. it was causing a little bit of friction between us no it was a little bit but I did really I did after the fact love them yeah like I love all the old ones now even though if I watched them the day after you made it I'd be like oh my god this yeah. is horrible take this down yeah what are you doing kind of thing but now that we have them it's the best thing ever I love them I actually go back watching them the and by them you're talking about vlogs that I, I am made. yeah vlogs and any of your <coughs> videos that you did like on our travels or anything like that but mainly the vlogs yeah and what happened to me recently was I went back and watched them or like one or two of them from different trips that we've been on and I've been so focused on making money and like commercial work not me because I wasn't making money being a YouTuber no. shock horror <laughs> if anyone didn't figure that one out um, I was like oh I regret the last at least 12 months that I didn't make a video for yeah about like our lives and stuff even you're if supposed it's, to make one of Thailand and you never did I have one thing about that is I have all the footage yeah so for me that's in the can okay like I'll whip that up in four hours Correct. if we need one or if we want one it's the stuff you can never go back and record that you kind of really regret and so that's what's kind of led me down this path of having three cameras in my backpack for a family holiday to Portugal there's shit to be captured here. Memories to be had. Stuff you'll forget. Wait till I'm a little browner. <laughs> yeah, give it another... Well, you're certainly getting there. Like, you've been here for three hours or something. I'm getting burnt, in fairness. Right now. Um, I'll throw the towel around you. Okay. But yeah, no, um, no. It's, I actually would encourage you to do that because I really like having them. Yeah, it's, re it's really nice to look back on them. Yeah. And... When I got this podcast stuff for the microphones, that's another thing I kind of thought about. I was like, a podcast is kind like a video is kind of like a highlight reel of holidays, but a podcast is kind of like a snapshot of not our feelings, but sort of the people we are today. Yeah. Not to get too deep on it, but like if I watch this in a year, I say, Jesus, that that version of Jake seems really happy, or that version of Jake seems a little bit sad, or. Yeah that version of Jake's quite concerned with this thing it's funny to look back on that now and I couldn't be less like that you know because we grow and all that kind of stuff that's funny 
Someone's at the door. That's probably just uh, the people we've got guests coming for dinner. But we call it a day? Yeah. Sweet. How did you find your first podcast? I really enjoyed it. Yeah? Yeah, it was really good. Get another one in the bag this week? With me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. If you want That's to. Uh, the end of episode two of whatever the fuck this is. Um, stay tuned for episode three with mom probably tomorrow. Cool.